Hey, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. My name is Brooke McCaleb, and I interview the people in my life about the things that they are passionate about. For today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing friends Rima Haile and Virginia Swarty about kind of their journeys with adopting veganism. So they're kind of going to be talking about the obstacles that they've faced, um, kind of like the stigmas around being vegan, which is not something that I've ever thought about before really until this episode, and um, just kind of like the impact that it's had on their lives as well as the people around them. So I'll just kind of put it out there that it is something that I think is really cool, really amazing, and like has a lot of benefits, um, but it's not something that I currently practice or feel like I would be able to do at this time. So kind of going to use this episode as like a personal resource for the ways that I can kind of implement this into my life in the future. So really excited to get into this conversation with them. For those of you who don't already know Rima and Virginia, Rima is another Wilson graduate. She's 18 years old, still living in DC, and she has done a lot of charity work around bringing vegan meals to people in Ward 7 and 8. She also has an online bakery vegan business with Angeline. Virginia is a senior at Wilson and she is really excited to talk about veganism today as she adopted it at the beginning of quarantine, but she's super passionate about personal health, environmental justice, and what we're here to talk about today, good food. All right, so let's get into it. Welcome, Virginia and Rima. How are you guys? Thank you. I'm doing so well. Thanks for having me. Rima. Hey. <laughs> I'm also doing really well. I had a really nice vegan chocolate cupcake. It was really tasty. Love. Yes, I'm so excited to get into your recipes, um, both personally. I actually got it from Giant. It wasn't mine. I didn't make it. Well, even better. Yeah, just keep plugging all the places that you're finding amazing vegan snacks. I think a cool place to start would be um, just to like kind of understand how you guys started practicing veganism. I know that like there's a lot of reasons why people choose to become vegan, whether it's like a personal health choice or, you know, like not agreeing with agricultural practices. So Virginia, I'll ask you first, what influenced your decision to become vegan? Yeah, so um, for me, honestly, it happened kind of naturally. Um, it was, I would say, the beginning of quarantine, maybe April. And I've always kind of struggled with like my body image and wanting to be healthier. And so at the beginning of quarantine, I was just like, all right, let's get it together. You know, let's get on track with our health. So I just kind of started naturally cutting out, I would say like dairy, I started drinking almond milk, and I wasn't really eating meat a lot either, like I would have it maybe once a week. And so eventually it got to this point where I was like, I'm already kind of being vegan, basically. Um, so why not continue? Like, why not go full throttle? Like, why not just try it out? If I hate it, I can stop. And I started that week and I just never stopped. So yeah, that's kind of how it started for me. Awesome. How about you, Rima? For me, it was like 
accidentally like my family was fasting and I was just like at home every day during my winter break and so I was just eating what they were making and they were making vegan food and I really was just not paying attention to and then when I did I was like well this is a lot easier than I thought it would be there's definitely a lot of around like the difficulty the difficulty of it I think of like the actual transition because the journey is hard of course but like the transition wasn't as hard as I thought it would be so uh, I just kept going with it as well yeah was there a reason why your family started serving vegan food oh yeah uh they're orthodox christians so they fast for like about like four to six months of the year leading up to easter so it's like a religious thing you're like sacrificing um a part of like your daily life and that's like eating animal products so there are a lot of like because that's a very like normal thing there are a lot of eritrean foods Mm -hmm. that are just like naturally vegan because of it and so I grew up eating them, so it wasn't even like didn't even process in my mind like, oh, this is like, like they're eating vegan. It's more like, oh, they're fasting. So, yeah. Okay, got it. So it was partially like a religious thing, and then also I, I know from just like prior context um, in relationships with you guys, like you guys are both like fierce um, environmental justice advocates and feel very passionately about the way that. Um, agriculture impacts our environment kind of animal practices has that in any way informed your choice to become vegan um yeah I would say for sure I think initially mine was more about like my decision to become vegan was more about my personal health but I also did sort of during that period where I was kind of transitioning I watched like a lot of documentaries about the food industry so I watched Food Inc which kind of delves into all of the Um, you know, the meat industry, the dairy industry, poultry, even like grains, like sugar, like all of this stuff, which was super eye-opening. And I also watched What the Health, which is on Netflix. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I just found myself being like, I mean, if this is something, if this lifestyle is something that I like to do, it's easy for me. It's not a chore or a challenge and it benefits the environment and animals and people in all these ways, then like, why not just do it? I felt like it was sort of a natural choice for me at that point. What the health too, which is really funny. That's one of the reasons why I know eggs is like a leading cause of like diabetes. um, That's why I went vegetarian. So I, I was vegetarian for about like, four years before I went vegan and it was mostly for animals because I watched that and I also watched a bunch of documentaries on like animals and I was like wow like I cannot eat this anymore I can't and that's why I went vegetarian but I wasn't like I just honestly was kind of psyched out in my brain I was like I'm not ready to go vegan yet like it's hard it's a lot of work it'll become a chore it really just isn't yeah, I think at least like in, in my mind, a lot of what deters people from becoming vegan is like the, the prospect of having to sacrifice so much of your diet. But in essence, like I guess it really isn't a sacrifice if that's something that you are enjoying anyway. And that's not something that is like 
something valuable to like give up in your life. But I'm wondering, like, were there any obstacles when you were transitioning to a vegan diet? Yeah. So, I mean, I would say my obstacles were for sure more about like myself and my culture and stuff. Like I'm half Italian. So, you know, everyone knows that a big part of Italian food is like cheese, dairy, meat, like, you know, it's definitely a big part of the the culture. And so I was kind of like, I don't want to be alienating myself from my relatives and from my culture. And are they going to judge me? Are they going to think it's weird? Um, and I think the other thing was, I really didn't want to be difficult. I think like, I didn't want to be, you know, that one person in a social situation that was like, I guess, needy, even though that's not what I am. That's not what any vegan is. Um, but I think I was just scared of being judged in that way. So it was more about that for me than any, like, than any other obstacles, I would say. For me, it was also culture. Like once everyone else went back um, to eating meat, it was honestly a sign of disrespect for me to be like oh I can't have that or there's so many so many holidays and different things to celebrate and like people would come over and cook like a uh, traditional area trend dishes and it's like oh I can't eat that I can't have that and like people would just find it so disrespectful and it was like understandable but it made me feel really bad like other things were um a lot of people see like veganism as like like a white millennial trend and I always had people just asking me like oh do you think you're white for doing that like like are you an Oreo or something and it's like okay um I don't know how veganism connects to that but true okay and that was that was another thing that was like pretty big for me and just like people having nasty remarks about my food like me pulling out my food and someone saying it's disgusting that's something that I still get now and it's like mm -hmm. you're not putting it in your mouth so why are you saying anything but yeah right and unfortunately and also my food is good my food smells good it looks good but you know it's okay uh yeah and unfortunately <laughs> Like, diets are one of those things that like people just feel like they, they can comment on um yeah especially if like um it's like different from like the normative practices of society at in at whole and like personally Rima like how did you kind of leverage um those feelings that you mentioned of like guilt and also kind of like looking being looked down upon for your meal choices with leveraging that with like wanting to stay authentic to your hopes to be vegan so for the like my family part and like trying to not disrespect my culture I tried to cook a lot more like vegan Eritrean food and make it for my family so they can understand like oh like I'm not trying to assimilate to like American culture or you know leave my heritage at home or anything like that it's just like, this is the diet that I choose to put in my body. So I just made a lot of food for the people that around me. And honestly, I just started to lie and say I was allergic to certain things in their food. Like, yes, because I really just didn't want to explain it to all of them. And I can't cook for everyone. <laughs> but for them, I would just say I'm allergic to something. That's how I got around that. Um, for people who think that uh, veganism is like a white millennial trend, 
honestly, my Instagram is kind of a way I'm trying to combat that because it really isn't like veganism has been around for so long and not necessarily the entire lifestyle, but all of the practices that come under it, it, it's all pulled, especially in America, it's all pulled from different countries and cultures, like um, traditions. So I'm trying to shine light on that and like kind of change the idea of what the movement is based on. As somebody like that really doesn't know much about veganism, I think it really is important to like highlight the fact that this isn't just something that started with white uh, millennials. It's something that's been practiced for thousands and thousands of years and it, it deserves that respect of like being something that's like fairly like or not like very legitimate but also that's something that's like very historically and traditionally practiced. Um, Virginia, have you received any kind of criticism um, about your vegan diet and how, if so, how have you kind of uh, leveraged that as well? Yeah, so I would definitely say initially my family was really skeptical. Like, you know, my sister would make comments being like, why are you doing this? You know, why can't you just do it on your own time? When, when we're together, you can eat what we're eating. But, you know, when you're alone, you can do whatever you want. And she didn't really understand that it was like something I wanted to do with my entire life. And then also, you know, going to visit my family, like over the summer and stuff, you know, just them being like, you know, kind of the snide comments and like side glances. And I've had definitely people occasionally say like, oh, um, oh, you're a vegan, like, oh, really? And kind of, you know, you can just kind of gauge that reaction of contempt. And then also, you know, just people saying like, oh, that isn't real food. Like, oh, come on, that's not, that's not real food. And it's like, baby girl, like, this is, this is, this is food. Like, I don't know what you're eating, but I'm eating delicious food that, like, it's food. Like, I don't know what else to say to you. Um, and so I think definitely it was more initial and like with my loved ones and stuff, I was able to explain why it was so important to me. And I've actually kind of changed some of the food that goes in and out of my household, which I'm really proud of. So um, yeah, I think it was just more about me explaining to them that it wasn't me trying to be like snobby or superior. It was literally a choice that I wanted to make for my personal health and also to as like an environmental choice, you know, sort of like, you know, taking shorter showers or turning the lights off when you're not using, you know, the electricity, just stuff like that, that are small ways to help the environment. I kind of presented it that way. And I think people were more understanding. So just kind of repeating like why this was valuable to you and having to rationalize it that way. I mean, like it sucks that this is something that you have to like rationalize in the first place. I feel like we at this point like should be evolved enough to kind of accept each other's lifestyles choices. Um, But I kind of want to like transition this conversation here into like kind of the ways that people who may have aspirations um, of kind of like implementing a vegan lifestyle, like how they can start doing that because obviously like this is a pretty significant change if it's not something that you have really like been practicing already or like have the the, like the know-how to do. So Rima, like what are some ways um, that people can take baby steps um, into like transitioning into veganism? Uh, The first thing I would say is that you don't need to 
Like, I don't look at people and say, oh, you need to be completely vegan or nothing at all. Don't even try. Like, we need 100 million people trying to eat, like, cut down on the amount of meat they eat, not 100 people, 100 million people doing it correctly. Like, as long as you're considering even just being conscious of the amount of meat you eat each week and every day, it's just like, like, think about it. Well, I could have, like, you know, when you go to Chipotle, I could have the sofrita instead of the chicken, you know, like that wouldn't be too bad. And also, like the first thing I would think about is uh, changing your mindset. Veganism isn't a sacrifice at all. You the, there's so many benefits to going vegan because you really start to understand your body. Thinking about what you put in your body is so important. And in America, I feel like we really don't value it. You know, thinking about like um, the nutrition side to it is so important. And when you go vegan, you really start to understand that the food you put in you, it like processed food isn't that great. And that's what most meat is. So like, I would just think about that. So like nutrition, positive mindset, and like, um, maybe don't watch YouTube videos. Maybe don't watch other people's opinions on it. (laughs) I love that. So it's like a lot about just the mindset. Um, speaking of mindset, something that I kind of struggle with in terms of like thinking about transitioning personally to a vegan lifestyle is thinking about as like someone who's pretty active as an athlete, important thing for me to feel, um, is like energized and fueled. And personally, I don't really feel that way unless I have some kind of meat, um, in my meal. So Virginia, like what are some ways or like some foods that you, eat as a vegan that keep you feeling energized and full yeah so honestly like I'm not an athlete but I do try to work out every day so I kind of know like somewhat the feeling of making sure that I have enough energy and like really wanting to you know stay full throughout the day so I would say the two things that you know you need to focus on with any diet is nutrients and calories So some people find that when they go vegan, they just need to eat more food to stay full. And that's fine. You know, like if you want to do that, then yeah, like do it. Um, The other thing is nutrients. So protein is really important for, you know, muscle building and for energy. And there are so many vegan sources of protein, contrary to, you know, the stereotypes like nuts, flax seeds, oats, tofu, beans, lentils, tahini, like all of this stuff. Um, Also, if you find like meat alternatives, um, like Beyond Burgers, for example, have tons of proteins, they're loaded with calories. So that could be a good thing for athletes. I would also say just incorporating little bits of protein into your you know, meals. Like I love to put a little bit of almond butter in my smoothies or like on my oatmeal, stuff like that. Um, And the last thing I would say is there are so many vegan athletes, vegan performers, vegan weightlifters that all engage in like strenuous activities all day. And, you know, maybe like looking up what they eat, like seeing their lifestyle, following them on Instagram, like, I don't know, whatever floats your boat, but just maybe like looking at them, trying to see if you could maybe emulate that lifestyle and just taking little baby steps. I love that. Thank you so much. I'm definitely going to look into that more. Um, So Rima, I know that you have done a lot of things involved in your community in both promoting uh, vegan meals and also serving them. Can you talk a little bit um, to us about that? 
So I uh, started working with Kaya Night Kitchen and uh, co-running it with Kaya because I really noticed that not enough like minorities and people of color were like have access, one, have access to plant-based food, nor understand why it's so important to eat it because veganism goes way past just like um, healthiness not healthiness um just like the either beyond burgers or like you know the cute little like mac and cheeses like it's it's down to like veggies and like that's that's so important in your diet and when you don't know how to introduce it when you don't have people introducing it to you nor do you have it in your area like most of these places are um most of these people living in like wards seven and eight are are like living in food apartheid areas. And it's like ridiculous because it's like, how can you expect them to even try to eat healthier when they don't have access to it? No one has access to it. And we're trying to change that, especially because most of the food we make, we make really good like plant-based soul food. And it's like, why not go into these areas and show them how healthy food can taste exactly like the food they eat now. And that's another thing that like, People go into these areas, and I love charity work, but you cannot give people nasty food and expect them to eat it. <laughs> and um, that's why I think it's really important to show people that, like, especially people that look like me, that your food tastes amazing. It just has too much salt on it. It's just not healthy. And we can't keep killing ourselves with our diets. We can't do that. We can't, like, so many people of color die due to, like, high cholesterol or diabetes. And it's like, this is ridiculous. We have so many things, so many systems in place to harm our bodies. Why are we harming our own selves as well? Like, why are we doing this to each other? This woman who's been eating our food since June, like taking our groceries. And we always give people like recipe cards and teach them how like they can work with the um, food we get from the uh, organic farms that donate to us. And she said, she's not diabetic anymore like literally from the starting of the pandemic she was diabetic and she's not diabetic anymore and her daughter lost 15 pounds and it it just made me so happy yeah so really like you're not even changing like people's like mindsets about like the ways that they eat and things that they put in their body but you're literally literally like making impacts on people's health which is amazing so so Would you be able to like talk a little bit about like the ways that veganism has influenced your life other than just your diet? Yeah, so for sure. Honestly, like um, it has made me have a way better relationship with food because I think one thing we don't talk about that a lot is that a lot of these foods that have like dairy products and stuff, they're actually physically addictive to the body. Um, And so they create kind of unhealthy cycles if you like, you know, get stuck in that. And so I definitely have a way better relationship with food. I actually feel way more energized. Like I have more energy, you know, I don't know if it's just a placebo, but um, I'm happier too. (laughs) And I think I would say the last thing is, I think I'm a lot more reflective of my life choices because you know if I'm thinking about oh well if I'm going to cut out doing this because it's harmful to the environment or it's harmful to people or 
whatever it may be, then I start thinking, oh, well, what about other things that I consume? For example, clothes, like, you know, where am I buying things? Like, how is that affecting other people? How is that affecting the environment? Um, and it's also just made me, I think, um, because I think a lot of times veganism is usually presented from the perspective of like, oh, well, it really hurts animals and you shouldn't be eating animals and blah, blah, blah. But that never was really my thing. Like I, you know, I sympathized obviously and I was like, oh, they shouldn't be treated this way. But I think with my journey with veganism, I've learned a lot of things about animals and how they're a lot more human-like and, you know, they have personalities. And I've just learned all of these new things that I never would have even, you know, probably delved into if I didn't become vegan. So it's been like, definitely a journey of like learning and also just becoming a better person I would say that's awesome and even though like I at this time like don't really like have the ability to like be vegan I really really like respect and appreciate the fact that one aspect of your lifestyle can just really positively impact the else and I think that that like if once somebody like find it like it's so special and something like really worth holding on to. So I'm really happy to hear that it's been such a positive influence like on not only your lives like Virginia and Rima, but also like on the people around you. So um, this is like also just like for me, because I know this is like something that I definitely want to like endeavor in the future. But like what are some ways that people can make achieving or just kind of getting into a vegan lifestyle more attainable? Make the grocery store your best friend. Like, honestly, just going on YouTube and becoming a cook. Like, I swear, every vegan, I like, person who wasn't vegan, and, like, they, they just weren't cooking at all, and then they go vegan, and now they're this amazing chef. <laughs> they're online learning different techniques, and just, like, working with vegetables to create the things you want because you can on you can honestly replicate any taste you want any taste in the world it's honestly just learning how to cook and learning how to cook good food because that that's just like something that I want to advocate so much it's seasoning it's going and like really looking for different trying new things and just being open but really making the grocery store your best friend I do not I do not support going out and eating all the time because you just have no idea what they're putting in your food and making food with you know the love that and hard work just feels so good but that's the biggest thing just cook at home cook at home go to the grocery store that's so making true. some scratch yeah and then you like <laughs> what you're putting into your body um speaking of like what like vegan recipes and food and cooking from home. Virginia, do you have um, a favorite recipe that like people who are just kind of starting out with veganism can try? Yeah, so my actually, my favorite food of all time um, is a type of pasta. It's called pasta a la norma. It's like a Sicilian pasta. Um, and basically it's sauteed garlic with eggplants and then tomato sauce red pepper flakes, so you got that little bit of spice, and then topped with fresh basil. It is so good, like literally just heavenly. Like it's my favorite food ever. 
And the original recipe, you can look it up anywhere, is actually vegan, which is interesting because people don't really associate Italian food with veganism. So I would say that is a super easy recipe. It's delicious. It's amazing. I mean, who doesn't love pasta? <laughs> and yeah, so that's my favorite. Oh, that sounds so good. And then Rima, you literally, you have like your own Instagram, like sharing vegan recipes and favorite food. What uh, influenced you to start that? Um, I I wanted to for a while because like I had a I had like a remind like a remind group that I made and I was like oh I can send people stuff on here so I was like life's so many photos and I have so many recipes why not just like make an Instagram for it and share them with other people so they can try it because it'd be fun and like why not because I do want to talk and like see more like uh pictures and recipes on Instagram but I have no way to so I was like we're making an account now <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I believe <laughs> I've really been enjoying it and and it's it's so it looks so yummy and I think like drawing back to Virginia's point and the point you made earlier is that like food anything like you want to make can be vegan and it can also taste really good and so I've I've loved seeing like your various recipes on there as well so I think this is like a good time to like wrap things up. I love the conversation that we've had today. Do you guys have any like last words um, or like advice or like a message for um, anyone thinking about making veganism a part of their lifestyle? Yeah, so I would say um, one thing that Rima said earlier that I really like agreed with was it doesn't have to be all or nothing, especially at first, you know, you can start like drinking oat milk in your coffee or like you know replacing one thing at a time can definitely be an easy way um another thing is eating one vegan meal a day i think that is like a super you know easy concept that actually can be really helpful um and i guess the other thing is there's a huge community of people that are so supportive um, you know, of other people who are going through like the same changes that you are. And I mean, if anyone is listening that, you know, like needs some guidance or help, like definitely hit me up. Like I'm here to talk about it, like give you advice, whatever. And yeah, that's it. Amazing. And Rima, how about you? Uh, yeah, piggybacking off of it. Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened, but uh, piggybacking off of what Virginia said, um, we're not as judgmental. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm not. There are very judgmental people in the world, but um, there are there's some of us who are really friendly and like not judgmental about your journey. And if you mess up, also another thing I want to say is like we like we are vegan, but we're not living in a vegan world. So you're going to mess up. You're going to fuck up. It's going to happen. And this isn't like sobriety with alcohol. It doesn't like restart just because you messed up one day or you forgot because it happens and it doesn't matter at what age. Like, I think it's important to keep in mind, like you're there's like, it's not easy, but it's also not that hard. And we're here for you. We're here for you. We're here for you. You can DM me if you want. I have so many recipes that I don't post also. I gotta I can be a guru if you want. <laughs> 
Okay, guys, last question. What are you guys having for dinner tonight? You can go Rima first. Um, I think I'm going to make, there's so many possibilities, but I think I'm going to make Japanese curry. I love Asian food. So that's like every other night. If not that, I'm going to make like jackfruit pupusas. So either one. Mm. Either one depends by the time I get downstairs. <laughs> So cool. And Virginia, what are you going to do for dinner tonight? Um, so I honestly was thinking of doing kind of like a vegan junk food night or not junk food, but like unhealthy food. So I'm going to do like an impossible burger with, you know, obviously buns and fries and, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll make like a vegan dessert or something. I just kind of want to treat myself tonight. So as you should. <laughs> That sounds so good, guys. Thank you so much for... Um, what, are you, what are you having? What are you having? What am I having? Um, that's a good question. But I had kind of like an after-school snack. I had a pulled pork quesadilla. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what I had. But It's okay. No one's judging me. Well, I'm not judging you. <laughs> no, I'm just either. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, um, like I said, like, it's not something because my family all eats me. And I know, like, like you guys, like you have found a way to like become independent from that. And I think I really admire the way that you have kind of like, under like taking this as like really important personal value and like found ways to implement that into your lifestyle, even when like the, not, the people around you don't practice that. Um, but we were working towards that at this time. So <laughs> I'll keep you updated. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for your time, guys. Um, and of course, thanks for having me. This was so fun. And that wraps our episode with Virginia and Rima. I am so appreciative of their incredible insight today and for walking us through their journey. Um, I know I definitely learned a lot and I definitely feel a lot more equipped to endeavor veganism in the future. Next week we have our season finale with my good friend and coworker Leo Diaz who is an EDM DJ. He is going to play us a mix that he's making, especially for the podcast. And he's going to talk us through kind of his process for how he makes his music. So really cool things coming up. So I hope you can join us next week for our season finale. That's all for today, guys. Thank you.